for the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world. We are live and amplified. So let's get ready to podcast. Fire it up. Drew Ryder-Smith. How's it going today, man? Great, man. How you doing, Tom? Doing well. Doing well. It's Friday. We're getting ready to go into this nice extended weekend. It's a good time. It's a good time. So, excited. Great weekend. Thanks for yeah. having me on, man. Yeah, excited to have you on. Excited to chat. You know, I've been working with your PR agency for a really long time, and so anytime I can, like, reach out and work with them, it's always a good time. So, enjoy. Enjoy working with them. Yeah, man. They're a great team. I'm, I'm very grateful for them. For sure. So we have a rare unicorn. We were just talking about this before we started recording. You are about as close to a native of Nashville as you can possibly get, which is just rare in general, because like we were talking, um, Nashville is a city of transplants. What was the uh, kind of growing up in and around Nashville? What was the uh, music scene like as you were kind of coming up, cutting your teeth? You know, I got more of a music scene outside of Nashville just because of the the age restrictions uh, with bars and things like that. So I, my dad would take me uh, to bars outside of Nashville hmm. every once in a while on uh, on Friday and Saturday nights to listen to live music. Hmm. I kind of grew up between Nashville and Shoals, and uh, they were a little more loose on their... Uh, of course, it's a much smaller town, but... And they were a little more loose on on their their laws there, um, and so we'd would uh, that was where I got most of my music was um, little bars outside of town. Mm-hmm. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, and so was it your debt? Was your dad kind of the driving force in your taste of music and what kind of music you were into? Uh, both my parents were very equally a driving force in that. And and they had um, they had pretty different styles. My dad was uh, he he's the one that got me into John Prine and uh, guys like that. My my mom was into uh, was into country and grunge, and so it was a pretty interesting mix. Uh, I grew up on everything from John Prine to uh, the Eagles to Guns and Roses to Nirvana all of that stuff. So it was, uh, and then right in the middle of nineties country. Yeah. And so it, it was, um, their, their combined taste in music was really great. Yeah, for sure. I did a podcast recently where we, uh, with a friend of mine, he does a podcast where they sit down and review music. And, um, I've noticed you brought up nineties country. I've noticed a lot of country music nowadays is starting to revert back to like that old nineties country feel like some oh, of the, man. Yeah. especially here in Texas. I don't know what it's doing specifically in Nashville. Cause I know Nashville is kind of a little bit more of a commercial scene for country, but in Texas, it seems like a lot of musicians are going back to that nineties feel. It's, it's starting to turn here as well. Uh, I mean, we've, we've, we've seen things just in the last couple of years, you know, Luke Combs did a, uh, he did a duet with Brooks and Dunn and, 
they did brand new man together and uh and it kind of brought that song and and that band back on the scene and then recently um you know cole swindell I, I was just at the the acm awards in in frisco texas a couple mm-hmm. weeks ago right outside mm-hmm. of dallas and cole swindell won two or three awards uh for uh his new song that has exploded and it's a it's a play off the old jody messina heads carolina song Mm -hmm. so that people are are hungry for that sound again Mm -hmm. and that style and songs with substance and man it's um growing up in that era Mm -hmm. which was one of the greatest eras of country music um Man, it's so refreshing to see it, and it's so it gives me so much hope as a yeah. songwriter. Yeah, so I've been writing songs for a living for so many years, and those are the kinds of songs that I want to write. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, we're obviously pushed more commercially, as you said. Mm-hmm. But now I, I feel like I can write those songs again, and, and yeah. it's uh, I, I think it's making a turn. Yeah, it is. It's it's really interesting. Like I I mean, obviously I I was growing up in the '90s, but like when I was like six, seven, eight, ten 10 years old, country music wasn't what I was really listening to because I grew up in Chicago. So it was rock, it was blues, it was hip hop, you know, just kind of country wasn't on my radar. And sure. it wasn't until like the mid two thousands, late two thousands where I went to college and all my friends in college were like, Hey, we, this is the, this is country music. This is what you need to be listening to. And then they would start introducing me to all these like iconic artists of the nineties. And so in 2011, I'm getting a crash course on nineties country music. And I'm like, I feel like I missed out on something. So yeah. Yeah, man. Cause to be country music, like, so it was like, the Dixie Chicks, that's kind of what my mom listened to and my aunt and all, all their friends. And it was just like, eh, I can't really relate to the Dixie Chicks. And then my sure. friends started introducing to me to all that stuff. And so it was just like, okay, I definitely missed out on something. So I was I was doing a live stream uh, just a couple of nights ago. And there, there was a, a guy that showed up on the live stream randomly i guess mm. just through algorithm or whatever i think he was yeah. searching like live acoustic music yeah anyway he he ended up hanging up hanging out for a while and uh he said uh he said man you know what i'm figuring out is that uh i don't dislike country music yeah i just like uh i i like the the older stuff yeah and uh, I said, yeah, man, that's what it is. Yeah. You know, yeah. he wasn't into the pop country. And um, so I, I, I find that to be I've heard several people say that. Yeah, yeah. It, it, I feel that to be very accurate, especially in my own search for like music and just kind of finding new stuff and whatnot. It's I don't like the pop country stuff. That's sure. kind of what it is. Sure. So uh, you just released a new single, which it, is exclusively on youtube right now but it's a part of the it's an ep correct that you're releasing on tuesday yeah that's right yeah uh so you have a new single out right now called damn babe which is exclusively on youtube but it'll be on the upcoming ep that releases on tuesday uh what's the story behind uh damn babe man i had had that idea and i you know i don't originally i don't remember where the idea originated from 
uh, the phrase damn babe, but mm -hmm. I heard it somewhere or saw it, but it said it. And, um, and I put it in my little ideas folder in my on, you know, just in my notepad. And I thought, man, there's a, there's a way to, to, to twist the damn babe where it just keeps coming back around. And so I, I'd kind of figured that out. Uh, on my own and then I, I was pitching the I pitched the idea to several co-writers and uh I couldn't get anybody to buy it on it and I thought yeah. man I I really like this idea you know and so I kept pitching it out in rooms and anyway I uh I was writing with Chris Yurchuk and Jace Hine one day and I said man I got this this thing damn babe and and it does the verse and here's a chorus and it comes back around and you don't even give a damn, babe. Mm -hmm. And uh I said, Yeah, let's let's do that. And they jumped all over. We we wrote it. So it took a while for that one to to happen, but it finally happened. Yeah, for sure. For sure. That's cool. And then what was the idea of like releasing this exclusively on YouTube? Was that some was that something that was your idea or was it more the PR, your PR company or Man, I only have song ideas. Okay. And Fair bad ideas. That's all I have. Bad ideas and song ideas. And sometimes I have bad song ideas. <laughs> so uh any of that stuff I leave up to them, man. I trust them with it. So that that was all them. Okay. Fair enough. I you know, it's it's always interesting to see different release strategies. And obviously in this day and age, like Spotify is kind of ru ruling the roost as far as like music streaming and all that stuff. So to see somebody like, okay, this is exclusively on YouTube. It's like, okay, that's different. I, I'm interested to see how that plays out. So. Yeah, man. Yeah. Same. For sure. You mentioned that you kind of had, that you went through a process of pitching the, the idea for this song um, and nobody seemed to be biting on it. What kind of, were you at that point when you were kind of continually getting rejected from like songwriters or whatever it was, were you thinking, dang, maybe this song isn't as good as I think it is? Or did you just always have faith in it? And it was just trying to find the right person. Yeah, man, I think all song songwriters and, and artists in general have quite a bit of self doubt as it is. So any idea that you throw out in a room, you go, I don't, I, I don't know, maybe this <laughs> sounded fair. better when I first thought of it. Um, I, I'd considered writing it my just by myself, and sometimes that's what it takes. But yeah, I, I definitely had some doubts that it wasn't um, it wasn't as good as what I thought. Yeah. Mm, okay, fair enough. You know, because it, it's just like it, I think it just kind of goes to the inner person of when you have this idea and people don't resonate with it, at least initially don't resonate with it. It's just kind of like okay, maybe it's me. Maybe they just don't understand. You know. And it's always, it's that sink or swim time of, okay, how much do I really believe in this project? So. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And, you know, again, I've been, I've been writing songs for a living for so long and I've, I've considered that myself. Like how many, how many great titles have I passed in rooms over the years just because I, I just wasn't feeling it that day yeah. for yeah. whatever reason, you know? So there's probably some really great songs that uh, that have been written that I missed out on. Yeah, it happens. It, it I mean, yeah, it, sure. and it's just one of those things where who's to say if you were to pick, like, let's say, I don't know, insert song title here, you would have picked up on it. What's to say it would have had the same Exactly, yeah. 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 So you just never know. So let's talk about the uh, EP that you have coming out on Tuesday. Uh, 
it, how many songs on, is it four or five six songs on there six I songs think, yeah. okay uh how long have you been working on the ep man since uh last fall okay. so fall of 2022 was when we started working on it and um we didn't you know we we when we started recording my co-producer and i uh russell jackson we didn't sit down to record an ep we mm -hmm. just sat down to record a bunch of songs and so that's what we've been doing we, there's um there's going to be a lot more music coming out later this year as well so we we definitely we've got things in the can mm -hmm. right now um that'll be ready to go yeah, is uh, the shortly after the EP, but yeah, so we we just recorded songs, man, okay. and uh, and figured out what sounded the best together for sure. Yeah, and that that's the way to do it. Like especially when you just have the ability to record, just record your songs, and, and the, yeah. the cream will rise to the crop or to the top. And you know, they're not saying that the other stuff won't get released, but you know, you just kind of go through the process of selecting okay this is going to get released maybe we'll hold on this you know you just kind of go through the selection process um yeah. so with the ep do you see that at do you see that as like a finished project like you don't want to expand on it obviously you said you're releasing more music but do you see that turning into a full length or is the ep that's just a project and then everything else will kind of be a standalone whatever the next project is yeah, I think it's uh, I think the EP is just going to be the EP and then whatever happens after that I, I think the plan is that we'll um uh after the EP we'll we'll put out um we'll put out a couple of singles and mm -hmm. and then probably do another EP yeah. or, or maybe a full album we'll just have to see. Gotcha. I I always ask that question cuz I remember like when I was first like exploring independent music and just kind of not going to the top 40s and it's like oh hey this is the music i listen to but like going deep into social media and finding all the music i was seeing a lot of independent artists that were doing this thing where they would like treat take an ep release it have four to six on you know like whatever it is but the, and they'd sell it and i'd buy it cool great love supporting it but then you go to the next full-length album and it's essentially the ep with like three what, yeah with like, a few more yeah yeah added. with like a new song yeah. and it's like yeah oh uh, i don't know how to feel about this like yeah. <laughs> I, i'm essentially buying this and it's like oh, yeah for man. sure okay so but i don't know it, it would it's just always kind of interesting to see the release strategy and what yeah, i so. promise to only make you buy it once tom fair very fair <laughs> awesome oh so you got the ep coming out on tuesday as, as you're kind of a approaching the finish line for this project what's kind of running through your mind right now uh you, i so i was um i was here in my studio last night recording and and uh i was talking to my partner and and she said um and i was actually recording something for her something that i just wanted to record just just for her not to put out, out or anything but um she said i can't believe you're recording something else but you've got you've got the ep coming out on tuesday and it kind of dawned on me and i thought man i do have the ep coming out on tuesday so i say that to say um really what's on my mind is that i i think i have i think i've let it go mm -hmm. until Tuesday. try not to with my other releases of um I get real anxious about it I go okay you know i start the countdown like mm -hmm. you know three more weeks two more weeks yeah. you know 
nine days, six days. I go through all of that. And this one, I haven't done that. Um, and I think that's a good sign. Yeah. Like I've recorded it. Well, we got everything set up and everything ready to go and I'll let it go. And that's allowed me to, to, you know, focus on creating and writing and, you know, doing all the other things. Um, cause it, you know, the music doesn't stop Tuesday once the EP comes out. So, uh, it's kind of, it's been refreshing. I didn't even, I didn't even know it till she pointed it out. Yeah, for sure. I, I think that kind of speaks to just kind of being at peace with the project. It is what it is. Uh, yeah. You're comfortable with it being out there. And if it sells a billion or like a billion copies, great. If it sells a thousand copies, great. You know, you're just kind of at peace with what the project is and you're, you're not letting it eat away at you. Cause you know, a lot, like you said, a lot of musicians will sit there and just let the nerves get to them week after We're neurotic, week. man. We are neurotic creatures. Yeah. It, I, it, and I mean, not saying that's a bad thing. It's just, that they, you're wor you're like they worry about the project at hand, which is fine, I understand. But then they forget, oh hey, we're in a short term society right now. I have to have the next thing ready to go, three yeah. like within three to six months after this releases. So, you know, yeah, man, it's uh, it's been interesting. It was it was pretty enlightening last night when I I figured that out and um. You know, I don't know what it is about this particular project that has made me that way. Because again, I'm I'd normally get pretty amped up about it. Um, mm. But you know, like you said, Ben, I think it's uh, it maybe it just speaks to um, having peace about it it being what it is, and mm -hmm. it's it's going to come out when it comes out. But it there's more music to make, so yeah, uh, I'm happy my focus has has been there. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, so. For anybody that wants to check out the EP when it drops on Tuesday, interact with you on social, or catch a live show, where's the uh, best place to find you? Uh, man, I'm all over social media at Drew Ryder Smith, and that's R Y D E R. And then same thing on uh, on Spotify and Apple Music, Amazon, all those places. And you just search up Drew Ryder Smith, and uh, it's everything's all there, man. Got awesome. some uh, got some dates coming up. Playing in Virginia, I think next weekend, I believe, mm -hmm. and then uh, North Carolina in a few weeks. And so, would love to see you out at a show. Awesome, awesome. I I think I was talking to uh, Anna about possibly coming out during CMA Fest. So, we'll, we're Come trying on to make out, Tom. Trying to make some things happen. I'm a little apprehensive about CMA Fest because I don't like being around a lot of people. But, yeah, it's know. madness, man. I think if I could kind of stay away from CMA Fest and go to some of more of the uh, smaller unofficial things, that's probably the better place for me to go. So, yeah, totally understand that. Anyways, but uh, it's really great chatting with you. Um, before we wrap this up, what's a piece of advice you have for the young musicians out there? Uh, go to college. Uh, yeah. No, no. I, you know, the thing is, is if you, um, whatever it is, whether it be music or, uh, you know, if it's songwriting, whatever, if if you want to be a plumber, you know, whatever it is that you want to do, just act like you already do that and, mm -hmm. and, 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 and work on it and do it daily. Yeah. That's the first time anybody's ever said that. Um, anytime I ask that question, I ask it to a lot of people. That's the first time anybody's ever said that just like the way you said it. So, Oh, appreciate it. 
So well, I used I used to drink a lot, Tom. So I don't know. I don't know if I'd be listening to my advice. No, it's it's great <laughs> advice. Like it, it's just the way you said it just came off perfectly. So I appreciate hey, you for saying you. that.